everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Amy Woodard. Hi, I'm excited to be here. Amy, Thank you for having me. You're Emma. so welcome. I'm so glad you're here. We just met this morning. We're recording this at 8.30 on a Thursday. So I don't know um, what do you do at 8.30 on Thursdays. Typically, I'm guessing you're getting your kids ready for school. Um, By 8.30, my two youngest have gone to school. Okay. Um, and then my older two are typically getting ready to leave. Sometimes, yeah, every day looks a little bit different for me because I sub, when I'm subbing, I am already usually out the door. Out the door. And then there's other days like today where I get a little bit of extra time. And you get to come share with us. So Amy, tell me a little bit, how did you, uh, how or when did you come to know Jesus? Well, I'm very grateful that uh, I was raised in a home, a very loving a Christian home. And so my parents just taught me about Jesus from, you know, as long as I can remember um, between Bible stories and singing songs, scripture that was even, you know, embroidered on a, you know, a, a oh, frame yeah. on the, the wall. wall. Like, yes. Um, yeah. So I'm very grateful and thankful that I, you know, was raised to have an understanding of Jesus and what he had done for me. And then at the age of nine, I felt that I was really ready to make that decision. And it was one of those things I was going to bed and waiting for my parents to come tuck me in. And it was just that the Lord was really speaking to me. And I didn't feel like I could go to sleep until I had made that decision to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And so I had that conversation with my parents and they prayed with me as I accepted um, Christ. And so, yeah, fast forward, here I am, 46, I think. Wow, you're telling them <laughs> so how old you are. I know, goodness. Um, <laughs> Way to go. So a lot has happened since then. I've been blessed to have my own family and four children, as I guess we kind of already mentioned. Um uh, my husband, who's amazing, and just shout out, shout out, <laughs> husband. <laughs> What's his name? John. John. Hey, John. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so we have been we've enjoyed being here at Watermark since um, my oldest, who's now about to be eighteen next week. Um, he wow. was a toddler and meeting at Lake Highlands High School and um, in the library. Anyways, and so it's been, I guess, about 16 years that we've been plugged plugged in. I love it. Well, I know that you picked Luke 9, but specifically your key verse, verse 23, because of how it intersects with your life, how the Lord used it. So let let me read it for us, and then I'll let you take the mic back. Then he said to them all, if anyone wants to become my follower, he must deny himself take up his cross daily and follow me. Why that verse? How did the Lord use that verse in your life, Amy? Well, it was a verse that um, we, when I took Equip Disciple, one of the ones that stood out to me along with Galatians 2.20, I mean, all the verses are amazing and they, um, you know, were very applicable, but that one in particular I, along, like I said, with Galatians 2.20, I feel like the Lord really used to help me with something that I feel like has been kind of a uh, struggle that even though, like I said, I came to know Him at an early age, I feel that I've had different threads of just insecurity that have turned up in different places throughout my life. And I really felt that why that verse helped was just reminding me that this life 
is not about me. Um, it's not about my agenda. It's not about trying to fill myself with things such as people pleasing or I'm very task oriented to do list and just the performance kind of things are struggles that I tend to when I'm not keeping my focus on the Lord and not abiding with Him as I should be daily, then I I tend to struggle with those areas of insecurity will pop up. And it's just that verse reminded me that when I keep my focus on the Lord and not myself, not my own agenda, and my security is in Him, then there's so many blessings that come from that. And specifically in this season of my life, when I was memorizing this verse, it was really, I felt like a lot of contentment came from it because I was, I mean, like I said, it's still something that I have sure. to surrender to the Lord. Um, but and when, we all have those things. Right. <laughs> You're not alone in that, <laughs> okay, for that's sure. that's good to know. Um, but when I am remembering that it's not about me and my to-do list and my agenda, then I t- taking my eyes off myself and on Him is so freeing with the contentment that has come through that and just being able to rest in Him. And it's like there might be a lot of great things that were on my to-do list mm-hmm. or say it's a bucket list. And I, there's nothing wrong in and of itself, I don't think, with the list. It's when you kind of idolize the list and you obsess over them and don't feel great about yourself at the end of the day because maybe you haven't done all the things on your list or you the opposite could be true maybe I'm patting myself on the back at the end of the day because look at me look what I did today but you know did I really do what God wanted me to do and they might be wonderful things on there but it might not be what he had for me and when I've been able to let go of those things um like I said it's just been so freeing and the contentment that um you know when I haven't been content like it's just it really has just put me in that place where I am so much more content. And, you know, maybe those things that I wanted to do, like I said, can be really amazing things. And it just might be that it's not for right now or it's not for me or for, you know. It's not what God has for me in the moment. I was thinking we live in Dallas, Mm -hmm. which I know we have a lot of listeners in Dallas, some, you know, in other states and cities. But in Dallas, the culture of our city is so fast-paced, got to keep up materialistic, go, go, go traffic. And I'm looking at verse 24, and I see verse 25, for what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Which, if you've been around, I similarly have been around church for a while. I came to know the Lord when I was young. And that verse can feel very commonplace. Like we're used to, we're used to hearing it. Deny yourself, follow Jesus, mm-hmm. don't gain the world. But practically, that's a truth that we don't, I mean, we don't grow out of it. We don't grow out of any truth. So I'm I'm curious, Amy, as you have grown in your walk with the Lord, I saw you had the Aggie ring on mm-hmm. earlier. You went yes. to Texas a We've got people listening who are much older than both of us and much younger, probably as young as middle school, high school. And so if you were to kind of isolate maybe some seasons of your life, high school, college, young adult, mom, mm-hmm. what does it look like? What has it looked like to put this verse in action to combat those insecurities? Okay. Um, so I think one season where I really felt like I started growing in my faith and making my faith my own was when I was a freshman at 
Texas A&M. And I had an amazing college experience, but my freshman year was a little bit harder um, for different reasons. I didn't get housing on campus. I was living off campus without a vehicle and just feeling kind of isolated or it was hard to get involved. And I felt like the friends of mine that were there that were living in the dorm were having all this fun and I was just felt like I was missing out, you know? And and so the insecurities that maybe I didn't realize were there so much like came and like- They were heightened. They were for sure. Um, And so I remember sitting in my apartment feeling very lonely and I really, I was looking through scripture and I really felt like that the Lord directed me to Romans 5, 3 through 5 in that particular time and just showed me um, what I really liked was the progression because it talks about how our suffering, which is what in my world, I was felt like I was suffering or, you know, just felt very alone and afraid of not meeting friends. Um, Mm -hmm. And so your suffering produces um, perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. And I just found so much hope in that, just thinking, okay, this is where I am right now and it's hard, but, you know, if I struggle well in it, Mm -hmm. you know, that the Lord has promised to be faithful um, and, you know, I can rest in that and hope in that. And so, and He definitely did. And it wasn't that everything was easy. You know, I kept trying to get involved in activities and kept getting rejected. <laughs> and I was used to being involved in it, you know, and it but was that's just real that, life. Right? It happened. And so it was just that constant reminder, like, you know, I that he is sufficient, you know, and that I just needed to continue to trust him. And um, so anyways, a little bit fast forward, um, I think through um, there was women's Bible study that I was involved in a few years later after I was married, and um, I think, yeah, I had kids at the time, but it was Romans, again, um, 15, 13, that really stood out to me. It says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. And what two words stood out to me this time when I read this scripture was in believing. And I feel like throughout my life, when I've been struggling with insecurities, so often I can tie it back to um, trying to get joy and peace through my circumstances. And so therefore, it puts me on this roller coaster, right, where it's like, oh, if things are going well circumstantially, then, you know, I'm at peace, I'm feeling joyful. But if they're not, then I'm struggling and I'm not feeling that joy and that peace or the happiness maybe would be a better word because mm-hmm. it's more circumstantial. Um, and so I love the reminder here that my the source of our joy and peace in the Lord is in believing in Him and just being reminded that my eyes need to be on Him and abiding with Him. And that's a way that I can be more consistent in my walk with Him, that have that joy and peace yeah, regardless of my circumstances. Because He says, take up His cross daily, right. not once when you're nine or once when you're in college, but even still as as you're still walking in Absolutely. This. But, Amy, I wish we could keep talking. We are out of time. But do you have any final 30-second thoughts or you feel good? Well, another verse, and I just saw it as I was driving here Yeah, on the back of a vehicle, um, and it was in my uh, devotional, was John 3.30, and I, it was simple. It just says that, I must decrease and he must increase. And John was talking about his joy coming from that. And it was just about like how, just back again, me, less of me, mm-hmm. thinking and being self-absorbed and looking at myself and 
instead turning my focus to him. And then that's where I will have that joy and the peace and the contentment and the, just the blessings of abiding with him. Yeah, regardless of our circumstances. For sure. So good, Amy. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having You're me. You're welcome. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.